everybody and welcome to Encore at the House of Mario, the after-party Nintendo podcast. I'm your host Drew Agnew and today we are doing a little bit of a discussion on a game that I think is uh, actually really special. It's on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 and PC, so it's not Nintendo, but you know what? I don't really care. It's a great game. Uh, Stray and to talk all about it is my good friend Josh from Nintendovania. Josh, how you going, mate? I'm good, Drew. How you going? Excellent. Very excited to talk about this non-Nintendo game. Yeah, no, it's a bit, little bit of a treat for us, but I think here at Encore, if if there's a game that I really like and it's not on the Switch, I don't really don't really mind talking about it. I think it's um, good to highlight some other games on some other platforms, and it might even come to Switch one day. Who knows? I think there's a... Well, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? In the credits, there's a lot of uh, PlayStation staff, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure how, that's, <laughs> how that works, if it will come Probably to Xbox unlikely. or... Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty unlikely. Switch but 2. We'll get the eventual port, you know, um, seven years after release on the uh, Switch 2. Yeah, well, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. It's a little bit like, uh, you know, I don't know if you played Journey on PS3 or PS4, but that's a similar game where it's like, oh, that might come one day, but no, nah, that game company's holding on to that <laughs> on the PlayStation that instead. Yeah. yeah, That one's beautiful, that game. Yeah, no, nah, excellent, excellent title, but... Josh, what do you think of Stray? We'll sort of jump straight into it. So, what you thought? Um, personally, for me, I really enjoyed it. But what sort of made you want to play it, and what did you think? Well, I'm a massive cat lover, first of all, and you know, it, I've just seen little snippets and promos for this game for a few months, and then finally seeing it drop, I thought, just got to play it. I was seeing everyone on Twitter, seeing their playthroughs of it. Um, I've been a cat man my entire life, you know. I uh, dogs aren't. I tolerate dogs. <laughs> you cats. tolerate them, all right? I tolerate dogs. Cats, yeah. cats are my thing. And mm-hmm. to see, I don't think I've seen a game like this in terms of you control the cat and you're really immersed in a, in a sort of new world, trying to discover things. And so, just had a really awesome time with my partner Mickey. Just we just downloaded the game. I got PlayStation Plus Extra, finally upgraded just to get this game. No, it was like 40 bucks to upgrade and it was like 40 bucks to buy the game outright. And so it was a no-brainer mm. to do that. Um, and yeah, we just took turns and, and smashed it out over two nights playing it um, and getting to the end. And uh, just just a beautiful, fun platformer with some really um, smart puzzles and uh, just the sort of world they've created. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead in terms of uh, summarizing our, our discussions, but... Um, no, go for it, man. Whatever you want to say. Just everything about it was beautiful and um, just all the small things in terms of getting the little uh, mannerisms down at the cats and, um, you know, I watch my my little uh, <laughs> domestic short-haired cat Tifa a lot and all the little things she does. And um, I, I think this game was done with a lot of love knowing, you know, what, what cats behave like and what they do and... Um, I think they hit the the nail on the head, really. So, an awesome time. Mm. Yeah, likewise, I sort of echo what what you said. And I I went into the game just like, oh look, it's a it's a game where you play as a cat. It it looks beautiful. I'd like to give mm. that a go. And um, when I was watching the state of play when Sony announced that this was going to be a part of their subscription service, I'm like, so it's that's a done deal. I'll it, it made me up. it sold me on definitely playing the game and it sold me on probably definitely upgrading to their new subscription plan as well which i've actually just on a side tangent i'm really impressed with it actually with what's coming to it with the yakuza games coming to it all the final fantasy games on playstation 4 are available on it it's actually really quite phenomenal but having i hope more games like stray do drop on it but 
just like the way you're moving around the environment, you actually feel like a cat and you're sort of looking around the environment like a cat you would assume would. Obviously, I don't know. I've never been a cat in real life. <laughs> but it, it's interesting because um, just the way the game is sort of designed, you're going into these different rooms and every little shelf is interesting to you and how mm. the world is so interactable where you can knock things off the table, you can look around, you can see that, oh, look, you can you can jump up there and it's, it's not really like a platformer. You're not just jumping around. You're like, oh, Look, it's got a little X symbol up there. I can mm. I can press it. I can jump up there. Oh, look, there's a there's a collectible, or maybe there's just a plate to knock off, and you can see how that falls and smashes on the ground. Mm. It's and, very point and click, isn't it? It's yeah, not like traditional platformer where you know you're gonna fall off a lot and, and die a bit. That there's nothing like that. It's yeah, very much the calculated. Can I jump here? The cat's sort of. Yep, I can press the button. Off I go, and you just keep going. Yeah, and I think like, that's like a, that, isn't it? I think that's really smart because you can imagine like. There's some portions of the game when you're trying to like get to the top of a rooftop, and if you're just jumping around, that that automatically becomes a very hard precision-based platformer. Mm. Whereas um, in this game, it's just about your curiosity and holding down the X button and letting it take you where you want to go, pretty mm. much. Which I thought was really smart, and also just like how I guess uh, I guess the robots in the game sort of the the main sort of characters, they do speak English because you are reading English, but how, how they're talking where it is, just, it's like Animal Crossing or Banjo-Kazooie or... <laughs> that was my note. <laughs> yes, something like that. Um, you know, all With the, the robotic filbert, Drew. Robotic filbert, yeah. Oh, awesome. None of these characters live up to my beautiful filbert <laughs> from Animal Crossing. None of them. Um, <laughs> but how like none of the signs are English and you could imagine mm. like a cat in the city being like, where do I go? You don't have a map. You don't have checkpoints. You don't have anything. You're just like, um, you're looking at the different alleyways. Oh, look, that's got like a blue light. That's got an orange light. And you can sort of make out the areas from looking just from the environment rather than like, all right, press pause. Where am I going? Mm. Put down a checkpoint. It's very different to, uh, to I guess, uh, I guess a lot of games that we're used to playing, um, which I thought was yeah. really cool. Yeah, so they're trying to, yeah, you know, get the whole cat sort of aspect down as much as possible, aren't they? And I, th- I think a big thing for me was like, I can understand a bit more now why cats jump to higher places because you can yeah. just see more. Mm. I'm just like, like you need to get height to sort of see things. And especially, um, like you said, there's no map. So especially like with that midtown and those sort of big sort of hubby areas it was just sort of good to sort of be up higher to work. Out, okay, that's where I originally was. This is where I need to go. I haven't seen that spot yet. And so... um. Just did that really well, I thought, just to, you know, because that, that's literally what is a cat does. And and like you said, the whole curiosity, you, you, you're roaming around and you, you're curious about the different areas and what you can interact with. And that's what a cat does. My teeth is just knocking things over all the time and running into <laughs> things and playing with stuff. And, uh, and then that, that's what the game did really well, I thought. Mm. Yeah, because uh, how long did it take you to beat the game? Because I think uh, I was set up for... I've set up to think that it was going to be a lot shorter because there's a trophy being like, beat it in two hours and that's either yeah. like a super hard trophy or that's going to be like, oh, look, um, it's going to be a short game. But I think I think it is, I haven't done that trophy myself, but by looking at like trophy guides and that, it is pretty doable once you know all the solutions to all of these puzzles in the game. But it took mm. me about six hours to beat and it's probably the longest six-hour game I've ever played just now that I'm a dad. Um, <laughs> just like constantly pausing it, being like, all right, mate, I'm picking him up. And, and also some bits where I get stuck. And I did look up a couple of guides 
for a couple of the puzzles to get the solutions. And that's mm. purely because my gaming time, you know, it's nine o'clock. All right, time to get get a bit further through this game, put another hour in. Um, I'm tired. I don't know if I've got an hour or two hours or three hours before he wakes up again. I'm like, I don't have time just to you know, bang my head against the wall. Um, but I'll probably say if you if you're not so time constrained, um, just just be in this world and figure it out for yourself because the puzzles mm. that I did figure out myself, I'm like, wow, that's really smart. Like it's really smart how they sort of um, make this world work. And I think my first c- comparison I'll draw it towards is just like how the game works. You're very much going, getting items, taking it to someone, and then they give you an, another item to give to someone else. It's like a you know, sort of fetch questy sort of, um, just logic puzzles here and there. And it reminds me of like Link's Awakening quite a bit, just with like mm. the, the trading system and all of that in that game. Um, and in in Link's Awakening, I don't know, I find that game just like, I don't need to do this for this long. <laughs> like it's, it, it's uh, I don't know, I, I quite liked it being sort of just, uh, I guess, put into this six, five, eight, whatever hour experience. Um but yeah, how, how did you find the game and like the length and how long did it take you? Yeah, um, we did it in seven and a half hours, the first run. Um, and yeah, we were very much like later looking at the trophies and like one of them was finish it in two hours and thinking, oh, wow, okay, we can mm. really sort of like smash this out. Yeah. And then I thought about it, like we did spend a lot of time. You just sort of, oh, Tiff, you want to say something? Jeez, sorry, knocking the microphone. Um, <laughs> like you're sort of... Yeah, because you, you're exploring a lot. You're just looking at different things. You want to like, can I interact with this? Can I do that? Um, the cat is putting her tail in Josh's mouth as he's talking. So it's very, very <laughs> fitting. <laughs> she does this all the time. I work from home and uh, uh, when I start speaking, she starts deciding to uh, make an appearance. And so I'm very popular on the team's chats when the webcam's on. You can imagine yeah. what you're like to a pet. You're just sitting there talking. It's like, all right, <laughs> what's yeah. he doing? Is he talking to me? I guess he is. Yeah. And then especially about you, Tifa, today with cats. Yeah, but um, I, I I must give this disclaimer. I helped so M- Mickey and I finished the game together in terms of doing a, a playthrough. We'd play for like an hour at a time, and then we'd hand the controller back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so we finished it together. Um, I have a platinum trophy for for this game now. Oh, well done! I did not earn it myself. Oh, okay, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey completed the game while we finished it together. If that makes sense, while I was uh very much trying to finish Xenoblade Chronicles 2 before the weekend. And so um, <laughs> I've had a lot of, uh, it's been a few days since I played it, but did a lot of um, uh, watching as she, Michaela um, platinumed the game. And she did the whole two-hour speed run. She did all the Zerks um, in that first section to not get uh, jumped on. She did the whole pacifist trophy where you don't kill any mm-hmm. later on. Um and uh, now she did really well at it. So um, nice. I think just under two hours, a minute, uh, sorry, now in 53 minutes, she, <laughs> and, and now in 52, <laughs> she's corrected me in the background. Um, yeah, no, don't, don't so, put so extra time on her. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, but it, it was, yeah, just, just fun. It was one of those games. And I want to play it again. Um, I, I've offered to get the platinum on her profile when, uh, if we do want to play it again. 
But uh, it's just one of those games. How does she feel about that? Um, You know, going for the platinum, but doing all the work on your profile. Well, well, I did buy it. So that was the, uh, we were playing it on my profile. Mm. But that's that's very true. You know, I did mention it to her. uh, That's what I need. I need like a, I need a a service where people are like, all right, you just, you play on the PlayStation, (laughs) you get me some trophies and I'll, um, I'll chip away at another game. You know, just be, just really. uh, That's right. Get some, <laughs> just a personal gamer for me, you know, just getting, getting trophies for me. Because that, that's where I'm at at the moment. I, I I love the game and I'm sort of going through the trophies. But, you know, w- when it comes to Platinums and trophies, I, I really enjoy achievement systems and I think this mm. game has a good achievement list. But yeah, it does. At, at the same time, I'm like, all right, I need to move on because, like I said, my time is <laughs> a little bit limited. And there, there's a, a trophy at the start of the game when one of the first chases you've got to get through without being touched. And I spent mm. about 40 minutes on that trophy. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Then the next day um, I got up with my son and, you know, he's playing with his toys and the TV's right there, obviously. So I turned on the PlayStation, um, jumped straight back into it. I was already at that checkpoint. Did it in three minutes. Like, bang. I'm nice. like, it, it's one of, those, one of those things, I guess, when overnight your brain sort of processes what, what goes on. and Yeah, that's yeah. a fresh night of sleep and you just go into it with a yeah. new mind space and uh, do it straight away there's also a bit of rng in it i think as well when i got lucky <laughs> i'm not not sure yeah but like yeah how did actually how did you guys find that trophy did you just smash it out and you're like um what's drew on about he's a he's a crap gamer i'm not going to associate with him whatsoever anymore or because i was talking uh, about it to no. you um over twitter and yeah i know uh, I've, I've got to uh, got to admit Found a little bit cheap, yeah, tricky. But. Bit tricky. I, I think that was, that was the last one she did, and um, I was watching her, and I think that, that was definitely the one she struggled with the most. But like, like you, like around forty minutes, I think. Um, and you just, it was the zigzagging you had to do. You had to do a lot of the zigzagging. Yes. Um, and a lot of it was luck. I think we worked out in the end. She was saying as well, and so mm. yeah, because she just got a lucky break and uh, yeah. a, a run where they didn't jump on her at a certain spot that she had run through consistently over time. What are you doing, Tifa? Leave me alone, okay? Because like, for, for the most oh, part, man. it's such a chill game. You're just going around, you're looking for collectibles, you're seeing what's going on, you're looking at characters, you're talking to them. But then like, all right, I'm trying to go for this platinum and you're just stressed. You're doing like this this chase scene that lasts for a minute um, in the game. It's meant to like, oh, it's meant to amp you up a bit. Then you calm down, you continue on walking through the sewer and that. But when you do it for 40 minutes, just being chased, you're like, fuck, and you're getting frustrated, yeah. and you're resetting. Like, all right, don't know. That's, um, Maybe that's yeah. why uh, some people don't like achievement <laughs> systems in their games because they do. you start doing dumb shit instead of just having fun True. with the game. <laughs> you would never normally do that. It'd just be one of those passing like you, you did it once and, mm. and done kind of thing. Yeah. But, but no, I, 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 yeah, I, I did think I do miss achievements. And then I used to, um, on my 360, have a lot of it. Um, with the game of school it used to be all about that yeah. and uh, eventually went across the playstation because all my mates had a playstation and so i did the trophies instead and you really sort of like yeah this is fine you sort of extra layer of sort of fun to, to the games and, and a bit more of a sense of accomplishment i suppose sometimes in getting those uh, platinums or the gold and silvers and so yeah it's just something that nintendo doesn't do which i, I think would be nice for them to do eventually I, I, I can understand why they don't and, you know, they're all about the, the game and how fun the game is in terms of, you know, focus on that. But, you know, one day would be nice if they did that. Stamps yeah. or stickers or something, you know. Yeah, well, they, they didn't even want you to play a DVD back in the day. So putting other, right. other features that require, you know, a bit of a server going on, mm. 
Yeah, I'd take good internet, online service first. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's higher on the checklist for me before uh, achievements, anyway. But uh, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't think one day. I think we're. I think you're bugging if you're <laughs> if you're even thinking that. Yeah. Well, you want that yeah, type of yeah, thing. That is potentially possible as well. Yeah. So I I guess just like we talked about the gameplay, and we'll move into. I guess the world. I think the world is uh, something that really impressed me because I don't think I saw basically any of this game before going into it. I knew you were a cat and it looked, the graphics were nice. Mm. And it's from like Annapurna Interactive, which is a, a publisher I, I trust quite a lot when it comes to their games. I think they always have interesting, unique things that they're pushing forward. And I th- especially after this game, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a, a, like a fair bit of a fan actually of Annapurna mm. because. Um, this month, been playing Stray and The Artful Escape on PlayStation, both published by them, and some of my favourite games this year, just absolutely unreal. Um, so, what did you think of like the world itself and and the story that's being told? We'll do it spoiler free, and I would like to move into spoilers probably towards the end of the show. Um, yeah, but how did you feel about it? Obviously, all the robot characters, humans are missing. Um, you're in the slums and you're sort of moving up up the city as you go. Yeah, um, like you, I had no idea what the story was about. And so I knew it was a cat game. I knew I could run around and do things, but I didn't know anything else beyond that. And so um, so, so it, was, it was really cool because I think a lot of games, I play these games, I kind of know what the premise is, what the story is. And, and I just, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that bit from the trailer, blah, blah, blah. And so this was, I didn't have that experience. And so we went into it pretty... Um, not knowing what was to come. And I think we were a little surprised by just how immersive the world was and how um, like, like there was this, it, there's this really sort of eerie atmospheric different undertone to what's happening. And so, you know, you're this cat, you're looking through this area, but you know, there's definitely more going on. And then you're slowly sort of piecing together what, what happened, what, why, why are these robots here? Why is it a, you know, a cybernetic city? What's, what's going on? And so, um just just really enjoyed that i was just yeah you just it just fed into the just fed into the need (laughs) to want to explore a bit more and to uh just to sort of work out why it's there and so that plays into sort of the cat curiosity of it all Mm. so um without spoiling too much i don't want to yeah give away too much just yet no it just just a really sort of fresh interactive experience you know it was um I think the whole point and click or, you know, um, it, it is one of those games where the gameplay is minimal at times and you're just sort of going through the motions and just sort of enjoying the, the, the story they're just sort of telling you really. Mm. I think it plays really well mm. too because you're getting this story fed to you whether it's through the memories you're collecting, through mm. journals, through talking to the characters. And I think like in Nintendo games, we get this a lot. I think The Legend of Zelda is one where, you know, Link is a silent protagonist, but... It maybe not um, the older titles, but when it comes to say Breath of the Wild or something, everyone's talking and Link's just standing there. It's a, it's a little mm. bit weird. It's like, oh, mate, you know, have, have something to say, mate. You are the, the hero of time, <laughs> yeah, after all. Come on, have a have yeah. a bit of a say. You're a champion. We would value Come. your input, Link. Yeah, no, you, you're not just Princess Zelda's sidekick. Have a word to say, bloody. Have a yep. beer, lighten up, bloody hell, mate. But when it's a cat, obviously, you know, the cat's a cat. It meows a lot and. Um, but you've got this little robot companion, B12, which is, uh, you know, basically translating everything for you, reading the memories, explaining stuff because of their history, which we'll get into a bit later. 
Mm. And it, I think that works really well, just having an animal in that role because you are able to sort of be like, all right, well, you know, the cat's obviously just walking around trying to get home because the whole point of the, the game is like you fall into this city, which is a big cylinder, and you try to get out the top, mm. um, which uh, which I, I, I sort of believed a lot more than just like, I don't know, what you might get from a silent protagonist in another game. Whereas obviously silent protagonists, I think they have a, a great role because – you don't really want to hear from them. You're just like in the world, you're looking around. And sometimes if you're playing as a character you don't like, that's going to break your immersion, which mm. is which is something that if you're a Zelda fan, you might be like, well, I have seen Link talk in that cartoon. I don't want that to happen again. And maybe maybe that's the reason we'll never, we'll never get that. Mm. Um, but it's but very Nintendo though, isn't it? To have that silent protagonist. Yeah. And, and so that was the similarities there. And then it reminded me a bit of Metroid Prime in terms of the subtext and you know, you don't have mm. to speak to everyone in this game, but to understand the the story and and why everyone's here, you can do it. You can talk to them. And in Metroid Prime, you, you're scanning things, you're reading the subtext, you're you're understanding why the Chozo yeah have done this stuff and um all, all the all these things they're doing with the phase on blah 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 the space pirates and and why that's the case. And so it's one of those games where the more you put in, the more you get get out of it. I feel in terms of. Uh, eventually understanding what's uh, what happened in the end which we'll, we'll go into a bit later mm. yeah because like uh, yeah metro prime you're always like can i scan that can i scan that can i scan that especially mm. since you're going for that 100 like, percent completion by yeah. the end of the game so it actually drives you a little bit nuts it's <laughs> just like all right can you scan that i don't want to miss that as a boss i better, better scan that because i can't go back and um this this mm. game doesn't uh do that necessarily but you are always looking like oh there's a triangle and a there i can i can press that i can interact with this character in this way because there are like certain achievements and that for like you know rubbing up against characters and um <laughs> on the robots so it's actually quite adorable like a big love heart comes up on their screen because yeah. these these characters their their heads are just a big screen and that sort of uh, they big emote. ipad yeah big, big ipad a big old ipad it's a pretty thick ipad i guess yeah it's <laughs> But yeah, it's it's pretty cool how um, like the love heart comes up, and sometimes some of the robots they're like they got like a confused face, or they don't, or they're scared of the cat. It's uh, it's interesting. Noise. Yeah, it's interesting how they sort of interact with you once you go up to them. So you're you're always looking like what can you interact with? Mm. Um, and there were some puzzles too where like I'm interacting with the thing, and I I'm not even aware that that's a story element at that time. I'm like, mm. um, you know. I get this isn't really spoilers if I just put it this way, but there was like a cassette player. I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't even think that was like a you know a, like an integral part of like um, the story, which yeah, which, which maybe I should have. That was the puzzle I was thinking of when it was like nine o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like anything there can be part of the story. You know, we were. There were some things where we were probably doing them in a different order and we eventually came back to the thing we interacted with earlier and that helped us progress to the next stage. Um, um, but yeah, it, it's it's all part of it and you want to do it. You know, you, I want to knock over all these things and, you know, um, that might solve the puzzle or, you know, those things with the, the bucket early on, there's a thing um, later on moving things, knocking them over so you can progress the things later on in the story. And so... Um, just part and parcel of the game, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, certainly. So I think um, I think we'll move on to spoilers, but I guess for people that haven't played it and don't want any spoilers, I feel like this game, you can't really like spoil it 100%, um, even if you know the ending and all this. It's, yeah. it's all about just interacting with the world, mainly with this game, um, which is probably why I love it so much. I just love 
looking around <laughs> in games, mm. um, even if it's just a big diorama, just going, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nice. But, yeah, f- for me, it's definitely it's a, it's a must-play if you're into, like, this type of game. If you're all about, like, um, just checking out a, a really sort of interesting story, exploring a world, you're into animals, you love cats, um, this is this is definitely a play if you've got a PlayStation or uh, PC. It's available on Steam and PlayStation. I, I don't see this coming to Switch, but who knows? Never say never. It, it won't be for okay. it won't be for a, you know a couple of years or so though. So yeah, yeah. The uh, ending. Are we going to talk about that? We are going to talk about the ending and like some mm. some of the puzzles and all that too yeah. because I think the the premise of this story is really interesting. And this is what sort of gripped me at the very start when you find out like when it's sort of like that light bulb moment happens like, oh, this is what's happened. Like why are there robots? Why is there only robots? And they talk about sort of humans existing in this world as well and the main enemy of, I guess, the game are called um, Zerks. Is it Zerks? Yeah, Zerks and you got the Sentinels, yeah. the robotic things. Yeah. So like the Zerks, how they're like this bacteria that was made to basically go to the slums and just eat up all the trash. And then they sort of, you know, started eating humans. And um, now at this point of the game, they started eating metal as well, which is why the robots are becoming scared, scared of them. Of them. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was really, really interesting how it's like a gradual sort of rise of power of this, this like disgusting bacteria creature thing, which if you... There's a few instances in the game where they're not chasing you, but you can look at them in a cage and that. And I like I went mm. right up to it and zoomed in on the first person mode and like had a look at this thing. I'm like, is this like a guinea pig skin disgusting tick? Like it's a they're yeah, quite it's the size of one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're like hideous little things. Like they're pretty gross. Um, but yeah, that that's what really sort of captured me with the story is just having this sort of like gradual approach. Like humans are gone, and then now like the robots are going to be going as well if like this thing keeps keeps happening um yep. within this city and it was interesting like i don't know if that was like a worldwide thing or this was just contained to this city i'm not quite sure did you um catch that yeah um it might have been contained to the city and that's why there was a big sort of enclosure to it to yeah trap it in that's um, what i was thinking like yeah not sure <laughs> like as, as the cat you want to get out i'm like should i get out like is it worth the cat getting out just to let this <laughs> this bacteria spread and just like destroy everything. Like I wasn't, yeah, I don't know what was going on. I I don't know if you find out. I don't know if I missed a memory or I just skipped over something, but that's something I'd I'd like to know. But what what was a a part of the story that sort of um, interested you? Oh, yeah, pretty similar for me was, yeah, sort of working out, um, you know, there there were definitely humans here at one point and now why why they're robots. And so... um, you know, and then you start off with these Zerks who, you know, like you said, the robots are very afraid of. And then the first time they see the cat, they're, they're absolutely petrified of it. <laughs> you know, they're, they're running away. They think like, is this like the next stage of a Zerk to sort of uh, evolve yeah. into into this sort of creature um, until the one robot that sees you and uh, realizes that's not the case. But um, suppose you're just walking through and, you know, like you're interacting with B12, who is, you know, a scientist, um, had been dealing with, um, I think it's a research point of view, had, had a bit of an understanding of what, what the Zerks were and what they needed to do to get through. And so um, you sort of find out a bit more with that, um, find out, you know, there's a bit of, you know, it's not just one big area that's entrapped. There's different sort of slum areas where, you know, um, uh, 
you know, I think, and the robots are feeding into this sort of prejudice that the humans had when uh, they were living in there. And, you know, um, there's one area that where they're just tossing trash into another and it interacts with this other area that you later come to. And so, you know, they're feeding into this problem. It's, you know, these robots are kind of programmed the same way as humans would interact and were interacting. And so it's sort of an interesting mm. thought experiment in terms of how, you know, they're just behaving the same way as we are, but they're just robotic. Mm. Yeah. So that sort of evolution of cybernetics and uh, and what it can become like that. Yeah, they're sort of like taking place of us in this city, which is pretty cool. Like mm. you know, they've got the janitors, they've got the shopkeepers, they got like yeah. they got the society sort of evolving and becoming what it is. But living in fear of these um these little monsters, which is pretty cool. But like um some of the puzzles are the ones what um I guess impressed me the most is like when you get to Midtown. So you got to find the apartment and you get very like, I guess, um, just vague clues of how to get there. You get the symbol of the district and you get um, like a couple of groups of dots and just like going around the city and like, all right, you know, where do I go? And, you know, it's, it's a pretty simple thing, but like without the map, without checkpoints, without all this stuff, you're just looking around like you're a cat, like, oh, look. You're curious, like, what's that? And you, you just get sort of distracted for a little mm. bit. You go and check out the bar. You go and check out some shops. Um, you're <laughs> like, oh, there's that there's that symbol on the back of the, the piece of paper. You go and check that out. Then, oh, it's an it's apartment complex, all right. And you, you sort of look at the walls and you notice that one um, set of dots is the level. The other set of dots is the, I guess, the door number. Oh, then you sort of go and find it mm. and you, you find Clementine um, that way. I thought that was just a... Uh, very basic. Like I'm not saying like it, you need to be a rocket scientist or anything and um, to figure that out. But I thought it was just interesting mm. in the world because you are just observing, like looking around. And I, I think it's probably a little bit of why, like for example, this year um, Elden Ring was so popular. It's just because you don't get all. It's not. It doesn't feel that gamey. You are actually in the world and you're not distracted by pop-ups. You're not distracted by your map and. Checkpoints no, no and weird hard and yeah, weird interactive things to tell you where to go for. Yeah. It's just a, here's an ordinary map which you can work out for yourself where things are, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. I, I also feel like I think for the most part, games have gotten a lot more complicated, so they might need that sort that type of direction. Mm. But a game like Stray, like it's it's um obviously a lot smaller, um so they they can get away with that type of thing where it is just all right, you, you'll find it. Like the map's not that big. Jesus Christ, like you know, work it out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. And they they give you a general direction when of where Clementine is, and uh, you can go that way. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's no sort of easy sort of like you have to do this to get there, and, and that's no issue with that. But we were just you know, we we went the opposite way because you know um, I think it's inbuilt in in our brains. You know, here's where you need to go to progress the story. But oh, there's an area in the opposite direction which I haven't gone. Yeah. Yet, so I want to go here and, and explore, and we found a we found the shop and mm. I think we Zelda has thing. destroyed my brain when it comes yeah. to that. You're like, you look at like the path, you're like, but there's a little cove there. Then that's you go, right, and sometimes right. you go down that little cove and that's the right way to go. You're like, Oh God damn it. Then you've got to go back yeah. and go to the, uh, the bonus area or whatever. What if there's a sticker or a collectible? I've got to look, oh. I've got to look, you know, yeah, like, no, that's just... right. I don't play games the right way or the way they intend. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we worked out like there was, we needed to find cans to trade for something like a, Mm, uh, I can't yeah. remember the item, but then then um, he was selling a sheet of music. Okay, and so we tried to find all the other eight pieces, and we're sort of working out. Okay, what do we do with this? What's the point of this? And then you eventually find the the busker, and then you give it to him, and 
you're just uh, you know enjoying the, the the music they play and you can uh, lay down next to the musician and sort of uh, just soak it up a bit and little things like that i think uh, i think midtown was a, probably a favorite area of the game we're just 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 exploring doing things and and uh, trying to work out where to go i think um did you find that third uh um vending machine it's uh, pretty tucked away it was i, f- I um, did find them all i mm. i come across uh, a couple where like i just accidentally jumped and there's a, okay, f- and you- there's, a there's a few sections uh, i guess like in the roofs of uh, midtown and even in the slums, like on the sides of the of the buildings, we accidentally jump and you get into this like little tiny room, and then there was the vending machine on like the side of a building. Like, oh, cool! Thank God. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think, know how I would have found that, but which one? I think were we needed you, help for that one. Which one yeah. were you specifically thinking of when you brought that up? Because that one, I think that one was, was it. Yeah, yeah. It was literally like it was the side of a building and like halfway up it, and mm-hmm. we just couldn't find it. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, all, I all the other vending machines are in obvious spots, and that one was just like a random, like to get you kind of thing. I felt. Oh, definitely, because why? Is, yeah, who's using a vending machine there? <laughs> who's going to get up there to, to use the vending machine? It's yeah, like, it made um, no sense. Like, I think the most obvious one is just like on a rooftop, and it's like near the couch. Mm. If you like, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, people are hanging yeah, out right. up there. Yeah, Chuck a vending that. machine up there. Get some energy drink into you. But that's right. People are walking on the roof everywhere here so it's just it just made sense <laughs> yeah because that hidden one i can imagine like it's like mm. outside the the window of like a 14 year old boy who pl- he's just playing Fortnite all day um and he just like you know jumps out the window chucks a dollar and gets a drink yeah jump a dollar in yeah, yeah done and um, never have to go outside ever again yes yep just that yeah looking out this window he's a uh, controller seeing this cat just getting this energy drink just being like, oh, he's getting into my stash bloody bad <laughs> It broke me though because that was fairly on in the game, and every other vending machine in other areas of the game I would interact with, and you couldn't do, you couldn't get anything. But it was the default nut. In case there's a can, in case I get another can, I want to just check just in case. But no. yeah, I am um, on my run through through the game as well. Like even in different chapters, I was, I was always looking out for like um, music sheets and cans and stuff. Mm, but yep. like that is that is very like contained just to one chapter. You got like different. Yeah. I guess collectibles for like each chapter. You got the badges, which are like less obvious, um, mm. and but like the music sheets and the memories. It's got it on the chapter select where you can be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm missing a missing a memory yeah. there. I think I'm missing one memory um, at the moment. So almost got all the memories. I'm not quite sure on. There's a couple. I think I've I've got a badge to get. I've missed a scratching post somewhere. So I'm, I'm oh my god, where what yeah. chapter did I miss that in? I don't know. I'm in trouble for that one. I think. Um, but yeah, mm. so we'll see whether um, whether I get back to it. But. Get back to it. Yeah, that was cool. The badges were fun, and then upgrading mm. the uh, the uh, sort of a uh, backpack thing where B12 pops onto you as well. Um, just completely, you know. Um, cosmetic nothing doesn't add anything you don't jump high you don't do anything better stat wise it's just, just like in real life you put a badge on you can't jump any higher i guess that's true that's very true actually <laughs> you did but try yeah, it once the, didn't you you like you chucked on a badge you're like <laughs> oh i still can't jump high i need the powers but uh <laughs> yeah there was one chapter i think we thought we had scratched and, and that hadn't been the case and so you know it's mm. so, funny yeah it, this game's at least easy where you can just jump into any chapter straight away and so getting the memories was an easy thing to do it was just okay and and it tells you you're missing what three or four and so you just go in there and and uh, 
went through it and, mm-hmm. and uh, picked them all up. Because I, I assumed that I was missing my scratching post on the last chapter because I never actually went to mm. a standalone scratch post. But apparently, yep, like in the control room, yeah. Apparently, the actual like you know getting into the terminals counts. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, fuck, I might be in trouble. Then I don't know where <laughs> I missed one. Then because I, I feel like I did them all except for the last one, but. Mm. And then you not. start all over again. You go through chapter one, make sure you did it there and yeah. all the way up to the yeah. end. Yeah. I'm worried because I just I do not have the time and patience for that. I've got other shit to get to mm. when it comes to my free time and gaming. Because I, I have a book to read as well, don't I, Josh? You do, Drew. It's uh, going on for too long, mate, you know. <laughs> anyway, well, that's uh, <laughs> another time. Yes. Um, I, what was one of your favourite puzzles? I, the one that stood out to, to me, I guess, was the one which I did look up the the guide for. And this was, I guess, the, the more elaborate one in the Midtown where you've got to get into the, oh, what was it? The, what do they call it? The power plant? They call it power plant to get mm. the battery? Is, yes. that, is that what they called it? A power plant or was it a factory or? It was some sort of factory. Yeah. yeah. And so you had to do all the things to set that up. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yep. I'm like, all right. So like I, mm. I, I worked it out for the most point except for um, the hat basically. Um, yeah. Oh, the the helmet. Sorry, but like getting getting into, I'm like, I'm looking at uh, like the window of this shop. There's someone stopping me from going into mm. it. I'm like, oh, all right, that's that's interesting. I see the see the boxes there, and then like you know, just going around the the bar, and you see someone asleep, and you see some bottles above them, and you're like, oh, I might just I'm a, I'm a I'm an asshole you know cat. What I'm gonna do yep. yeah, and I'm a, I'm a prick of a cat. I'm gonna smash you over the head with this. And then you wake them up and they stumble back and they're actually a worker there. You get into the box. Um, then they sort of pick you up and put you in. You can jump out the box, um, mm. steal the vest. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So I went back and um, gave the the character out, outside of the, the factory the, the vest because you're trying to get a disguise, basically, the sneak in. But you still need the helmet. I'm like, all right. So I found the helmet. I'm like, all right, try and steal it. From but, the store, yeah. Yeah, but then the the uh, I guess the shop owner's like, no, 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 you're not stealing, mate. I'm like, all right, what, what do I do, dude? Mm. And uh, I'm looking around, trying to work out if there's like a, a I don't know, a vent to like just get a different angle and steal it or whatever. <laughs> um, but then I said I said a cassette player, and I just it just never even registered. Like, oh, I need to go to the gangsters to get their mixtape to put it into this cassette player to then play it to distract him and. Like I, I thought, back the store. I thought yep. that was pretty smart. It's pretty elaborate, and I wish I, I wish I just had more patience to allow myself to just go around and be like, "Well, these guys are offering a cassette, and there's a cassette player, and maybe yeah, maybe two and two together." Yeah, I, I wish I allowed that, but it, it is what it is. I, I might be still there now. Like, where do I get the helmet? <laughs> we, we did it the wrong way because we we did the cassettes straight away and put it in the back of the store, and then so the shopkeeper was there trying to turn it off and can't do it. And we're like, okay, what now? And so, like, we're just like, we don't know what's going on. Like, okay, oh, like, right, yeah, you're not like, oh, now it's my chance. This to must get, be yeah. for some reason, but we just didn't know why. Mm. And so, it's funny because you've done it a different way. And so, um, we, we got there eventually. And then uh, when when Mickey did the speed run to get this done in two hours, she, she she was smart and did the whole um, made the the person who had to stumble to the store did that straight away because she knew that would take time. And so, did that bit first and bundled it all together and actually smashed it out pretty quickly. Yeah, so, nice, yeah. Um, it is interesting yeah, how quickly you yeah, can do it all up. You can, you can mm. do it. like You know what you're doing. You're like, do this, 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 and you put it all together and you can do it five, ten minutes. I don't know how long it would take, but 
a lot uh, quicker than me just going, oh, there's a nice table to jump on. Oh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> How about the um, when you got into the factory and you um, had the um, the barrel and then the two sort of uh, buttons that you had to press oh, down yes. mm-hmm. to get through? How long did that take you? <laughs> this was in the same play session when I was yes. like, oh, look, I just want to fucking get through this game a little bit. It's time for bed. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, you're feeling pretty smart. You're putting these little uh, robot terminals which follow you when you press mm. the square button. They follow you. You you, um, you let go of them. You put them on these bit. This uh, cylinder goes down. All right, cool. Then there's one little, there's one switch to step on. I'll step on that one. Call it a day, hey? And Damn. I'm like, all right. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not coming all the way down. Like, what am I doing? And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't bring this barrel because the, the, the things <laughs> in in front of it. I'm like, all right, you know, you go straight with the barrel. Yep. Like, oh well, well. So I I looked up that that one as well. They they are the two sort of puzzles that I looked up, and then I'm like, oh, surely, like I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm on the switches. <laughs> like, what more do you want me to do? I'm looking around for another another little terminal to follow me. Then I'm just like, oh well, you need to you know put it on this one and this one. Then there's a little gap that appears when you put it on the mm. correct squares and then you can roll through and put the barrel on the on the last one i'm like well this one made me feel stupid because <laughs> I, I, like i was doing it but just not doing it quite as well and there's this i only needed that one more little brain turnover where it's like well obviously you need that barrel maybe if you put them um on the maybe if you put put these little terminals on the squares vet obviously the barrel cannot get to Mm. There might be that might be the solution, but it is what it is. I feel yeah. I feel the, the, what this game has sort of showed to me, Josh, was the last few months I haven't been playing like a whole heap of games, and I've been getting um, more back into them as Lucas is getting a bit older, and I'm just a little bit slow. Yeah. <laughs> Brain's a little bit slow, especially when it comes the baby to baby brain. Yeah, when it when it comes to like some puzzles and stuff. Um, so definitely want to keep gaming to sort of keep keep myself a bit more sharp because. <laughs> The last game that I really, really got into was probably Pokemon Legends Arceus, and that was because mm. I was sitting around home with a pregnant wife about to pop, <laughs> so I had a lot of time to play that game. Yep, yep. And you um, just sort of yeah, yeah. but grind away. That definitely one. needs to be playing some more of these games. Just get me thinking a bit more. Just so, a bit more critical thinking, you know, Drew. You yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Comprehend yeah. things. So, how did you find yeah. that puzzle? You brought that up because it might have stood yes. out to you. Yeah, it. It took me a little bit longer than it should have again. Um, I didn't have to look it up. Um, firstly, it took me a little longer than it should have to find the second robot thing that moves. And then the second bit was working out that, okay, I thought I had enough. Like, okay, I've got those two things that move. They're on a button each. And then the cat goes on button. It's mm. done, isn't it? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, there it is. And then I get off the button as the cat and then it goes up. Okay. Then I thought, okay, I need to... Um, do something with the barrel and so I eventually worked out okay I need to do the two uh the ones that didn't face the next door press those buttons down and it gave a gap with the barrel to go through mm. and so I got there eventually uh embarrassing thing for me there was a few puzzles with these sort of barrels that you need to like get in the barrel to move through mm-hmm. um I didn't know you could go inside the barrel and so I kept jumping on top of the battle barrel and jumping off and that would slowly move the barrel and oh, so nice. I, I did that like 20 <laughs> times in a row to get somewhere. And then I, I, I did this like 
the second time in another puzzle. I'm thinking this isn't the right way to do it, surely. And I eventually <laughs> worked out you can go inside it and uh, and move straight away. But um, that was my blonde blonde moment. That. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, that. That would take gosh, forever, geez. especially getting through yeah. the lasers <laughs> as well. It's like that. That wouldn't work. Oh man, and just yeah. What, what are you thinking, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we we all have those moments. So that that that's why I'm afraid to stream new games on Twitch. You know, yeah. <laughs> so everyone just jumps in the comments, being like, "This guy's an idiot." Hopefully, idiot. They, what are you doing? Hopefully, people find that interesting. But if they don't, yeah. well, yeah, maybe zero viewers just, just laughing um, at you. It's yeah, you struggling to play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of the Sentinels? Like in this uh, bit of the factory, I guess just beyond this point, mm. we get to like more stealth-based sections where there's this little little drone characters that basically uh, put out light, and if you get in that light, you know, you get detected. They start shooting yep. you. You can get yeah. away, but um, you know, it's best not to get caught. There is a trophy for not being um, picked up by the Sentinels yes. in this section, yep. which I, I went back um, a couple of days ago. And picked up. Yep. I was wondering what that was. Yep. I just <laughs> I heard a little noise and it was I was fiddling around with my um, DS, which is on my 3DS. <laughs> I thought that was on your side for a second. That's why I paused. I'm like, yep. what the hell was that? You haven't lost the stylus, have you? Stylus is still there. Stylus is still there. So I'm just this uh, is, referring this to is the, this, yeah, this is the new 2DS. This stylus sucks, by the way. Um, just in they case. don't extend out, do they? Uh, well, none of them do. Only the um, the original, the original one did, yeah. and that was pretty cool. You could be like Harry Potter yeah. and just I like that. Ab- yeah. abracadabra, stylishly, wirelessly. That's right. Play some, <laughs> play some great titles like a uh, Kid Icarus Uprising with that big long styles. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I've got to get onto that. Good game. Absolutely. From what I've heard anyway from uh, from you, mate. Um, Set uh, up what are we talking about? Uh, uh, Sentinels. Um, the Sentinels. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I yes, so, 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 they yeah. It was pretty easy the puzzles to avoid them mostly, and then there were some times when, um, I think after in in that apartment building there, trying to escape the sentinels after um, you go up to the top bedroom area and you find out the person's not there, and so you got to go elsewhere. Um, that was a bit harder trying to avoid them in that. I was trying to do the whole just run through and you can dodge them and you can get through eventually. Um, Mm -hmm. And that worked most of the time for me. But for that one, that particular instance, I kept dying and just that did not work out. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it was just, it was a nice little sort of different layer. Um, When you had to save B12, that was a bit harder, just sort of working through the, um, in the middle there where the Sentinels were. So you had to think a bit more and, and and not get caught because you get, if you got caught, you're going to, you're going to die. So um, yeah, just just a nice little layer, really, just to add a bit more complexity to it. It's it's no, it's a pretty overall. The puzzling elements in the game are pretty standard, and you just you know you'll get there eventually. Just thinking about it and and just knowing what to do, and so it's more so enjoying the the whole end to end, isn't it? Mm. No, no, certainly the story of it all. Because yeah. I, I I've never been much of a stealth person. Um, it wasn't mm. until I played The Last of Us Part Two where I'm like, wow, this is this is so much fun, just sneaking around and. Um, yep. doing all this stealth stuff so that was probably the game where I'm like there might be something here if, if it's done well enough I'll probably enjoy it quite a bit um, but in this game it, it's good it's fine I think mm. it's just like it's it's just basically more puzzle based being like oh look you're yep. looking this way I'll go this way there's a shadow that's cast here with the boxes that are on the conveyor belt thing I'll follow that yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's nothing like mind blowing but it was a, it was interesting it was a unique part of the game yep. that wasn't replicated again because like yeah, further in the court, it's fine. It, it does. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, you can most of the time, get out of it. Yeah, you know, it's not like an instant game over or whatever. So 
Nah. Yeah. Not like The Last of Us if you played that on super hard and uh, you're dead straight away. That's, uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know that. I don't play that shit on hard. <laughs> no, no. I, I wouldn't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I played Last of Us Part 2 on easy. I'm like, it was, yep. a, it was, it was a similar thing because it came out, Last of Us Part 2 came out. It came out when I was busy at work anyway. So when, when I sit down and playing a game, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put on, I want the story. I don't need yep. to be dying to a clicker in this certain room again and again and again. Yep. No, um, yeah, I'm not trying to prove anything, you know, to anyone out there. If you think I'm a I'm a piece of shit, you hate uh. me because I played 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 a game on easy. It is what it is. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to impress anyone. Just That's Josh, try and, try and impress Josh a little bit. But. Oh, you've done that easily, mate. Oh, easily. Thank God for that. To try anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a part of the game too when like it's sort sort of uh, the roles are reversed as well with the sentinels. We actually have to try and lure them into the jail in the jail mm. section. Yeah, but you got to get them to detect you. And you bring one into the jail, you like press the uh, square button, slams the door shut. Cool. Then the next yep. section, you got two, and you got two doors, um, which you got to juggle around a little bit. Where you get both of them at the same time. And I died a couple mm. of times in this section. And w- when I when I did get it, I you know, press the square button. Then it takes a little bit of time for uh, B12 to go to the computer terminal yeah. and close I'll the door. It and it closed it right in front of the Sentinel's face. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> when you're basically trying to uh, get this uh, this character through. So, yeah, yeah, Mickey did this one and uh, didn't realize there was a second door. And then I didn't either. We'll watch and think what was going on. Then eventually worked out that, yeah, it was the second door there. And so I had to, had to stop them in both ways. Um, <laughs> it got there eventually. Nah, it was uh, a little bit stressful. So there, there are some like stressful mm. parts of the game. If you're sort of thinking like, it's all it's going to be some sunbo- <laughs> uh, sunbo- I, I was going to say sunbows. I don't know what the hell's going on with me here. What's a sunbow? Don't know. What is a sunbow? No. I want one. Sounds like a nice drink. Yeah, I'm down for that. Want a sunbow, bro? Want a sunbow? Yeah, sunbow. Sunbow. <laughs> a sunbow when you buy. It was like the Zerks when there was like a million Zerks coming at you. Like, oh my God, just trying to avoid them. Mm. Bit stressful. And then when, when like five of them jump on you, like, oh, the poor the poor cat just, uh, you know, falling down and I imagine dying. Just, you, uh, yeah, because uh, for that one chapter, you get the weapon where you can use the light mm. to basically kill them. And Pop them, yeah. I'm looking at the trophies afterwards and there's a trophy for going through that section without using the weapon and like killing yep. none. I'm like, oh God. What's that going to be like going back to it? What was it like when you were watching it? Did it look hard or? Um, a little. Um, it was just, again, avoiding, zigzagging, a lot of uh, mm. moving around and just, just don't stop, you know. Because um, you, you can at least get touched, I guess. You just got to circle it, meow off a bit. Yeah, that's it. Just just span that circle um, and, and get through it. So I think uh, – think, uh, Mickey uh, was pressing square for a while there and didn't realize it was circle. And so um, that was just up front. So, um, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it, it looked pretty easy in the end, I think. Cool. You just, like, you just got to know what to do. And so, yeah, like anything, just takes a few tries and, and then you get there. I'll give that one a go. That sounds like a mm. fun one to get. Just give that one a go. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else we want to touch on before we um, start yeah. wrapping things up? Um, I guess the, the end, ending was the ending. The yeah. ending was great. I, yeah. I, when you open up the 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 roof, we just we just sat there and put the controller down, and for the next two three minutes, just open, just watched it, and then and that was really cool. Just seeing the light sort of 
beam down for the first time probably ages onto these towns and houses and um it's just a really cool spectacle just seeing like like that's everything you've just explored right there kind of thing um mm. just looking at it all um yeah just just a really cool moment in gaming that i'll probably won't forget for a while yet you know just uh yeah and you just see the cat just looking and eventually you know um see you see everything entirely open up so yeah it's just a really cool moment <laughs> yeah no definitely the, the cat just looking back you're like mm. you're just a dumb cat aren't you you know <laughs> you, you didn't know what the hell was going on this whole That's time right. did you mate but um, I'm glad you're out and you're safe. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Because like with B12 basically dying, I think he's the soul mm. from that machine got transferred into like the server of the actual control room. I think that was sort of what happened. But whether yeah. whether that's how you interpret it or he just died and the human race is just forgotten about at this point, I guess that's the thing. It's not like there's much hope for the human race still. No, no. Uh, well, that's no. the thing as well because – B12 was talking about how the humans, you know, he was going to continue on the memory. Does that mean that it was a global thing or he believes it was been. a global thing? Yeah. I believe it, I, I, there was pandemic stuff. So I think thinking about it a bit more now, it might have been yeah. a global thing. So, um, yeah. And so whether it was they were inside the, this thing to hide from that or the other way around, you know, like. Just if, if yeah. the sun opens up and kills them, surely they're not yeah. outside or anything though because. They yes. can't thrive in that environment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on this, not um, sure. like the the global side of things. I don't know if I need to know either, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah, definitely not flung in your face, the whole story thing. You're picking up pieces and putting things together. And so um, if we did another playthrough, I think uh, you'd probably, you know, you pick up more again. <laughs> My other playthrough is going to be out. like trying to beat it in two hours. I'm not going to read anything, mate. <laughs> no, that's true. You're going to be, yeah, you'll gain nothing from it in terms of story. Yeah, just be like, yeah, but, but shut up, robot. Clementine, shut up. <laughs> you can't skip the uh, cutscenes and uh, some of the animations. So you just got to mm. sort of wait through it. And so it's the other bits that you got to make time on. So anxiety ridden, just, <laughs> oh, yeah. You just like, uh, this just cat game is start. killing me. Give me the gold trophy, goddammit. Just give me that platinum. I don't want to work for it. I just want Give me the serotonin, come on. <laughs> give me that big dopamine hit right. That's the, right. Right in the bloody mouth. Just oh, oh yeah. That's it. Oh, just bite into that dopamine capsule. <laughs> <laughs> don't get this from Nintendo. No, can't get this. That's good stuff. Yeah, just have to rely on good game design on Switch. Fucking hell, it's no good. God damn. <laughs> what a bad philosophy, Nintendo. God, you'll never be successful doing that. Jeez. Nah. We're the only pe- people that bought a Switch, haven't we? Yeah, that's it. No, no one else I know of. No, no one. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, just a really great gra- uh, game. Graham. I can't even speak, apparently. Really great game. I really, uh, really did enjoy it. I think... Um, Mm. Just from Annapurna, you know, playing through the Artful Escape, playing through this. They make, um, you know, they publish just really just special games um, for the most part, just with a, you know, a great story to tell, whether it's from a cat or a young man trying to find his, uh, find his place in the world. And, you know, just these, these stories and interactive experiences mm. that are, I think are really special. So as the publisher, I think um, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out on all, all their releases. They've, they've put out a, um, like a presentation a couple of days ago just with like new stuff coming out. A um, bunch of their yep. stuff's going to Xbox Game Pass and stuff's coming out on Switch. Mm. An- I've seen Neon White, Journey, Outer Wilds. Yeah, so they're not a few. Oh, yeah, Donut County. I see that on, uh, on yeah. Switch a lot. Yeah, Flower. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nice. 
So, yeah, no, just um, an excellent game. So 100% recommended. I think it's awesome. If you listen to this point, you've probably played the game. But if you haven't and you just don't care about the spoilers necessarily. That's it. Yeah, no, fantastic. You're probably better at playing the game than we are. Um, oh, just definitely. Through the discussion. Yeah. yeah, well, maybe not Josh, but you know, me. Yeah, no, no. Oh. I'm untested yet. I uh, yeah. haven't done the sort of uh, completionist playthrough yet. I've got to uh, get the platinum for Mickey now. Yeah, you've got to... Do her the favor. favor. Mm. Reciprocation. It's it's very important. Because um, I was a little bit concerned at one point because I was looking at like a couple of videos, people talking about Stray. Um, I think it was Good Vibes Gaming. Um, John John uh, Cartwright, he was talking about... Uh, mm. He just casually mentioned that he finished the game in like three, three and a half hours. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I was like, at that point, I was probably like five hours in. I'm like, what am I doing? Am I stupid? Like, because the trophy says, the trophy says finish it in two hours. People are finishing it in three hours. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't What's feel like, like, yeah, I wasn't getting stuck that much. And when I might've gotten stuck, I cheated anyway. <laughs> like, what am I doing? But yeah. I think uh, these talented people who uh, can finish these games really quick. Yeah. I think for the most part, I think people were around our sort of time for the, the first playthrough, but yeah. Yeah. No. I wonder for people who have to review these games and, you know, play a lot oh. and making these videos, you know, there's just one of the many games they have to play this week. And so I think uh, after a while you'd be speed running and, and uh, playing through it pretty quickly. Yeah. It made me think too, like, yeah. am I skilled enough to like be a, be a reviewer <laughs> for games like this? <laughs> like something wrong with me in the head? Why can't I do this? If, like, if I was on the trophy guide or whatever, I, I might be still writing the bloody thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but thankfully, don't have to do that. We've got other people who get paid for their work to do That's that right. for us. But um, yeah, no, Josh, it's been an absolute pleasure talking um, stray with you. Fantastic game. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. No, no worries. It was uh, it's nice to talk time. about a, a PlayStation game. And I think going forward, guys, like if like you know, even if like God of War, Ragnarok, or any of these other games on other platforms catch my eye, I want to talk about it. I think Encore is a good place for it, and we'll discuss it here. Um, and yeah, as, uh, as well as uh, other you know, big Nintendo games, got other reviews coming up. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, currently playing through that. Live Alive, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. We've got plenty of shit down the line. I've just got to get to it. That's why Through I shouldn't Digimon be... Digimon Survive. You've got to play Digimon Survive, okay? Hunt, well, 100%. I've bought, I bought yep. that the other day. Um, yep. I just... It was like we were talking about earlier. I had a, had a bunch of games downloading. So when I bought it, that was like way back in the download queue. I'm like... All right. Well, I won't be playing this this week, maybe. <laughs> no, it is downloaded now, though, but I don't know if I should jump into it while I'm still getting through Fire Emblem. I think that's a that'd be a bad choice. I might never get yep. back to Fire yep. Emblem. Get, get through that one first. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, Josh, where can everyone find your work, mate? Well, um, so, yes, I'm Nintendvania. I do a fortnightly Nintendo podcast just like Drew here. And so, um, yeah, Nintendvania on Spotify, Apple podcasts um we've got the same handle on twitter and instagram so uh find me if you want to know a bit more about nintendo um very similar to drew so just more of that plus uh probably stick to more more stuff by nintendo you do a lot of other um indie things whereas i'm i'm a bit more fussy with what i talk about and so <laughs> um yeah find me there and uh hope you hope you enjoy if you do yeah no definitely gonna check out josh's work uh, a fantastic South Australian Nintendo podcast. I've really uh, fallen in love with it since he started it, since I started listening to it. So go and check it out. Another um, independent podcaster. He would appreciate every single interaction, download, everything you give him. Um, so 
please go and check it out. We also do a Patreon-exclusive uh, show called Heaps Good, which we're going to be recording right after this show, which I'm looking forward which to, Josh. Be. I'm very yeah. excited for that. Um, and thank you, Drew, for all your help and support and uh, um, getting me on this journey. I'm going to use that word, this journey of podcasting. It is, it is, it's a hell of a journey, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Have you got to the it's destination yet? What is the destination of podcasting? Oh, um, don't have one. I'm just enjoying the journey. That's yeah, what I'm meant to be doing in life, isn't it? Hope so. Because, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, the journey of life, mate, it's, um, it's, uh, it's no good. No, I'm joking. I'm just getting a bit depressing at the end of the episode. Everybody, oh, wow. thank you very no much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, catch you next time. But uh, the doors to the house of Mario, they're closed. We'll catch you later. Encore at the House of Mario, the after-party Nintendo podcast is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew. If you enjoy my work here and on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, A Drew Story and Kraken Furfies, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to help spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1 you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.